0: yourselves we liked his voice so much we put it in a podcast it's the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio
1: last night i went walking in the rain this time i was clothed
2: (laughs) my neighbors were thankful
1: did you get any rain where I you did were? Not, did, I did you not get any get rain? rain?
2: What? Isn't you left the house after it had started raining?
1: Oh, it was warm and beautiful. It's been so hot and sticky. So dry, arid. It's been an arid wasteland,
3: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It,
1: and it rained yesterday, like it would, I imagine, on the island of Jurassic Park. Yeah. And uh, I went walking around in it because you know why? Because there's no football on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on? Not even
2: today. <laughs> I,
3: know, I, know. I know. Two days of just walking around in the rain. It's horrible coming into work and not getting to watch the highlights package on the BBC Sport website. I it's can't. Really good. It's yeah, daily, that's your part commute. Of my daily routine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Of know. course. We do have France versus Uruguay and Brazil versus Belgium to look forward Fr- to. Oh, though. Friday is such a great day of football. They're, too, they're, they're the four. Exciting teams left. Saturday is like all the boring ones that scrape through on penalties and, <laughs> and don't look particularly very good. It's the awful <laughs> half of the draw because let's not forget England were atrocious against Colombia. Yeah. We may have got through on a penalty shootout and that was all exciting and everything, but we didn't create many chances. We didn't like scoring that many goals. That side of the draw is awful. Saturday's the rubbish day. Friday is the day of excitement. And that there is national pride, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Matt does the voiceover trails for ITV <laughs> and <laughs> the it. <laughs> BBC. It's realism. It's the voice of realism we need to be brought down to work <laughs> it's today. true no you're absolutely right
1: and also sweden you know our opponents um, i say our england opponents uh, versus switzerland was as dull as a grown man talking on the radio about walking around in the rain the
0: dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio
1: emma are you okay
4: i've just about recovered from what i saw yesterday
1: i saw your tweet um this has happened to me as well oh and really? Mine was with the toes. Was yours with the feet or the hands? What? With the hands. With the hands. Toes is worse. Toes was toes is worse. This, this is worrying the ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: That's what that's what I said to the lady before <laughs> getting off the train. Um
4: nail clipping in public.
1: Nail oh. clipping in public. Heaven's sake people. Um you're on the bus I believe. Yes. So take us through what happened that fateful night.
4: I was sitting at the front of the bus. I mean, I mix it up between tube and bus, you know, just to keep my life exciting. Course, yeah, yeah. I think I'll get the tube from now on. Because on the bus, <laughs> weird stuff happens. Yes. yes I could hear does. it a clicking, incessant clicking behind me. And I thought, no, someone is not clipping their nails on be. the bus. In can't public. Be. Turn around, and there she was. Clipping her nails. Broad daylight. Broad daylight.
3: So it was with those clippers, not scissors. It was like those little clippers. I love yeah. those little clippers. Yeah. Um, and
2: where were the clippings going? Just yeah. on
4: the floor. Oh. That was the thing. Oh, oh no, no, no! That's the that's thing that nice. I find most disgusting—that you're just leaving your nail clippings yeah. behind.
1: What, may least, I ask? I'm in- interested in the age of this person. Uh, you'd have to be obviously. You can't be specific because I presume you didn't ask her. But was was what we talk- figure?
4: I'd say in her forties.
1: So old enough to know better is where yes. I was going with that question. My goodness! Well, they um, don't it's... see many teens on the bus clipping their nails, do you? Yeah, no. I think that's s- something the youth are doing. Five
2: years old would be old enough to know better, <laughs> yeah. to know that no one else on the bus is
3: is doing that. Yeah, that's yeah, a very good point. Or wants to see
2: your clippings.
3: I mean, if you took a little pouch around with you, you could put the clippings in that, couldn't you? The That'll clippings pouch. A little bit more acceptable. No,
2: but I think that would be weirder if anyone came across your clippings yeah, pouch, yeah, because then is. you're somebody who just carries toenail <laughs> clippings around, and that, that's a sign of a serial killer, right it there. It really is. It is if yeah. you see someone gather up their toenail clippings and
3: then put them in a little velvet pouch. Yeah. Saying, I'll <laughs> save these for later. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah, some lava beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, you're on a bus, so, you know, don't do it on a bus, I, I think, is the thing to take away from this.
1: I tweeted out a warning when I first witnessed this, saying, like, if you are bl- planning on boarding the train between Lewisham and London Bridge, be warned, there is a woman who has put her foot up on the seat and is clipping her toenails. And I don't want you or your friends or family or loved ones to have to witness what I'm witnessing. No one needs to say that. No. Um, Enjoy your breakfast, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Off the back of Emma witnessing
1: somebody clipping their fingernails on the bus, Andrew has got in touch. I'll uh, j- brace yourselves. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Have you seen this?
0: at
1: <laughs> yeah, no. no. it. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I was once staying in a budget hotel whilst on a work trip. I woke up in the night to grab a glass of water from the bedside table, but in the dark... In the dark, I touched a neatly stacked pile of toenail clippings from the last person who had stayed there. They were stacked two by two. I was nearly sick. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not like a blow project.
3: I'm <laughs> nearly gagging as we speak. What? Oh, my goodness. Well I mean at least they tried to make an effort by stacking. Them. I mean you know. <laughs> you
2: just you always think it will happen to somebody else.
3: <laughs> I I don't like the, the
1: degrees of separation have 'cause it's got smaller between that happening to me thanks to Andrew being a listener to this show. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. want to be this close to, to someone that's happened to. That's I am Who's
4: impressed by
2: the stacking, though. Yeah, the stacking like is Like Noah's Ark. It's the weirdest thing for <laughs> someone to do.
3: Yeah, it's like a uh, toenail Jenga, isn't it, really? That's quite, <laughs> a, quite a fun game to play, I imagine. On a bus as well, that would be fun, wouldn't it? It'd be harder. There's what, no... Of the <laughs> movement? Yeah, there's <laughs> no sort of to this. <laughs> How have we gone from this horrendous <laughs> act of
1: inhumane nail clipping... Talking about this guy being okay because he's stacked (laughs) a niggly two by two. I'm not
3: saying he's
2: okay.
3: I mean, I'm just. We could
2: make a fun family (laughs) game out of it.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well make it fun.
2: Also, why are people doing it just not in the bathroom? Someone did it in bed and then. Yeah. Oh, what a weird thing to do. And also, whoever's
1: cleaning the hotel rooms, I mean, yes. maybe it's the kind of they thing that passes haven't. you by. They must yeah. No, better. I think
2: they looked at that and they went, no, all the other guests can deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> if it means me losing my job, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not touching that.
1: Andrew <laughs> can do it. Mr. Johnson can deal yeah, with that yeah. at I am yeah. Okay, yeah. Dave
0: Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. At Wix, 10-litre Dulux Trade Vinyl Matte White is now just £34.20 when you use your Trade Pro discount. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro.
1: Heather in Glasgow's got in touch saying that a woman shaving her legs in a public swimming pool is worse than toenails <laughs> on a bus. I agree with that.
3: Yeah, that was that is quite. Apparently, that went it.
1: viral. I missed yeah, that one. Yeah. That one passed me by. Have you seen? Have
2: you seen? We'll shaving into the swimming yeah, pool. Yeah, she
3: shaves. She sat <laughs> on the side of a swimming pool, <laughs> oh just shaving her legs. Right? And then she, to rinse off the razor, she just sort of just <laughs> oh, it in no. the back like you like would to in see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you would to see. She's not in Rome. She's in Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't understand. um the kids must have all been covered. There's loads of kids in the pool. They must have got out covered hairs. in their le- little leg hairs. Because
1: I know that, like when I shave into the sink, I can rinse that bad boy forever, yeah, and there's yeah, always yeah. still little still bits loads, left, isn't there? Yeah. Um, okay, this next this next text that we're going to read out. We have decided to read it out, but we spent the duration of the last song debating whether or not uh, to do it. Um, squeamish people, uh, listen away
3: now. <laughs> oh, this is grim. Oh, I don't know if we should do it. I think we should. I think this is I a switch-off moment. Yeah. No, I think it's it needs to be... We're going to
1: lose listeners.
3: No, it's just, you know, it's an insight into the sort of people that you find in day-to-day life. OK. We're doing it.
1: Dave, Matt and the team. An ex of mine used to cut his toenails and put them on the windowsill to dry out. He would then take them out with the boys. He'd make a small slit in a crisp packet and put them in. His mates would eat the crisps and then tip their head back to get the remaining oh. bits of crumbs, <laughs> toenail clippings and all.
4: That is psychopath behavior. And that's from,
1: that's from Jackie. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I, don't want, I don't want to do this show anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, to- I
1: told you we got a sweep stake. This was not. In this was not in the job interview. This was
2: not in the job interview.
3: Oh no, he's going to walk. I don't know. No, don't walk, Glenn. Come on, this stay. isn't this isn't me. I'm sorry. Just... Right. Jackie's not with him anymore, so it's, that's a good thing. That's the positive to come out of this. And Jackie's so haunted by this that she's like, she sent us this lengthy text <laughs> at 6:48 a.m.
0: on a Thursday.
1: <clears> it's oh. okay,
0: Jackie. You're safe now. You're you're with us. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Oh.
1: Hi, Dave and Matt. I work at the University of Warwick as a cleaner in the library. I once saw a student clipping her toenails whilst eating a sandwich.
4: <laughs> now that
1: is multitasking 101, says Andy in
2: Coventry. Quite impressive, Thanks, isn't Andy. Andy? Thank Don't you. get mixed up, whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
3: Don't forget where you put your crisps. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget where you put your crisps. Good advice, Matt. That's like a catchphrase now. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> um,
1: you had to talk about dust.
3: Yes. Uh, a uh, text here called Tribby says hey, Tribby. hopefully Emma also finds nail find filing disgusting on public transport. Do you, Emma?
4: Not as disgusting as nail clipping. Well,
3: well uh, Tribby thinks you should because they are also reducing their nail size but also letting other passengers breathe in their airborne nail dust, mm. which is a very good point. How much air airborne nail dust do we breathe in on a daily basis without realising it I'm just thinking we should probably stop saying airborne (laughs) nail dust just just to keep people listening
1: Um, do you know what we're going to do we're going to finish this hour with this from Adrian in Doncaster okay? and I think it's the only way that we can just round this off and and get back on track we need to move on Adrian in Doncaster thank you you're our hero today because he has simply texted the show saying that last night he had a dream about a unicorn
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio
1: I went walking around in the rain last night. Mm. I had my clothes on this time, as I say, so my neighbours were pleased. So yeah. a step in the right direction was what Laura
3: next door said. Um, but it was just lovely to get a little bit of rain because it's been so, so warm. Didn't have any in my neck of the woods, unfortunately. Oh. So, yeah, I would have loved to have had some rain. Did you get any rain, Glenn?
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was catastrophic.
3: <laughs> was it, yeah?
2: Emma?
4: I didn't notice. No. Didn't. No. Is it raining? I
2: hadn't
1: noticed. <laughs> so <laughs> having four wedges in a funeral. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for tearing me up great. there. You know I like quoting from yeah. films, Em. Great yeah. work. It was
4: unintentional, but you're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so, I mean, I don't want to be the person who bleats on about the warm weather. And yesterday we were just saying that we have a, pardon the pun, perfect storm coming as in we've got England playing in the quarterfinals of the World Cup during this incredible warm weather that we're enjoying on a weekend. So yeah. it's, it's, it's idyllic. But it's led me to, I've become a snorer. Oh, right, have you? Just because of the heat. And I don't know whether that's because I'm kind of nudging towards my 30s now. Yeah, right, yeah. Or what? Shut up. Or whether um, it it is because of the heat. I do worry. you I mean I don't know what to do
3: oh mate I'm a constant so it's a constant battle with me but it's not heat related you know it's just mainly drink related sometimes <laughs> that makes it worse oh uh, does it yeah but, uh, so the sun and the, the wine yeah,
1: yeah yeah okay but I did find myself running around in, in the rain and we thought we would do on the show just for like half an hour or so uh, hot weather hacks um, and this is based on something that Glenn told me the other day which has really helped out which is put your pillowcase in the fridge oh, yeah. for 15-20 for minutes and then obviously put it back on your pillow and you've got that nice cool side of the pillow to sleep on. Freezing pillow. Freezing pillow, which is very good. Yeah, it's good. And Matt, I know that you have a, a little hot weather hack for your rabbit.
3: Yes, I put a, a bottle of freezing water, frozen water, into the hutch and the rabbit can then cuddle up to it when it gets too hot. So your rabbit does... Is your rabbit called Charlotte? Charlotte, yes, that's right. I don't the right. name <laughs> of your rabbit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we,
2: need, we need a break from each other, my friend. You're on first-name terms. <laughs> isn't is she, she's still Miss
3: Dyson to me. Thank you. Respectful. Um, yeah. So
1: um, Charlotte hugs the icy bottle. Yeah,
3: well, I mean, that's the theory. I've never seen her hugging it. But it's just nice to have it there as something cold to, you know, take away from that constant heat. I like to think of myself as a man of the
1: people, and right now I know what you're thinking. Is there any chance I could see a picture of Matt Dyson's rabbit hugging a frozen bottle of water with Matt Dyson's face superimposed on it. <laughs> at Absolute Radio. Get on the Twitter feed and, and check it out. Brendan from Photoshop, the yeah. wildly lovable Brendan, is up to his old tricks again. Yeah,
3: constantly <laughs> Photoshopping my face. It's
1: disturbing.
0: <laughs> on to your own rabbit, yeah. which is just wonderful. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
1: Uh, when I woke up the other day, um, my partner was not beside me in bed. She had made up her own little bed on the sofa in the front room because of... Um, I mean, it happens to everyone, but I'm ashamed. <laughs> I've, let the whole, I've let the whole family down. And I think it's the hot weather that's doing
4: Was that really actually do. you?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> she recorded that audio and sent it in to producer Claire. <laughs> which is cruel, to be honest, very cruel. Um, we're asking for your hot weather hacks because I'm putting it down to how warm it's been recently. Rob says, hey, Dave, in advance, you're welcome. Fill a hot water bottle with cold water and place it under your neck.
3: Oh, Before going to sleep? Yeah, use it as like a pillow, the hot water bottle as yeah, a pillow. Yeah, precisely. Good idea. Uh, Andy in Blackpool uh, has a hot weather hack for us. Leave your loft hatch open for the heat to rise into. Mm-mm. Hello, hello. Emma, you have a look of someone who has a. Hot weather hack for us to
4: turn the heating off. Yeah, turn your heating off (laughs) in July. Um, I heard that putting a frozen bottle of water in front of a fan works the same as air conditioning. Oh, yes.
1: That's a good idea. Hmm. That is a good idea. And turn the heating off. That's also a very good idea.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio.
1: Uh, Now, we're currently asking you for your hot weather hacks, and I don't know why I bother, because none of you are taking this seriously. (laughs) 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 Let's go through some of them, shall we? Morning, Mr. Berry and the team. Why not let me install a beautiful, small, neat AC unit into your room of choice from Ryan from Banstead Air Conditioning Limited. Just using this textual idea as a way of plugging his business, Ryan. To keep cool, take your car door off and bring it indoors. (laughs) Sit with it in the living room. When you're feeling hot, wind down the window.
0: (laughs) Andy from
1: South Woodham in Essex. No-one's taking this seriously. And finally, the cherry on top of the textual fail cake. Sarah's tweeted us saying, How about just enjoying it, Dave? Because it's so unusual in this country and it's not even that hot. Crazy face emoji. There we go. Another successful texter there on the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. (laughs)
1: Uh, now, all week, as I'm sure many of you are aware, I'm giving you a chance to join us as we broadcast live from the top of the BT Tower here in central London, and we'll be joined by the Stereophonics. Now, with BT+, Plus, you get BT's best connection in and out of the home, and each day you need to call on your best connections by gathering your friends and family members to answer a series of questions on your behalf. Each question is worth £500. And playing this morning, it is Andy and all of his friends from SPX Cooling. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you doing, Hi. my man? Not too bad, thank you. Excellent. Uh, so, rumour reaches me that your family that you asked to be your best connections let you down, so you've got all your workmates instead. They did miserably, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, we've got all the guys from SPX Cooling, and it gives me great pleasure to say, Andy, you have already got four tickets to come along and enjoy the stereophonics. We're going to give you £500 to sort your travel and accommodation out as well.
0: Super.
1: Thanks, guys. Uh, that's our pleasure. But right now, well, of course, we get to meet um, our first friend of yours, who is Lee. Good morning to you, Lee. Morning. Uh, Lee, welcome to the show. Um, you are going to be answering the question under the sports category. You a big sports fan? Yeah, oh,
3: he's not a fan of turning his radio down in the background. Is that is what it? that is, Matt? Yeah, yeah. experience howl, speaking
1: right there. Howl around. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lee, if you could turn your radio off, that'd be great. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, here we go, right. This year, England are probably going to win the World Cup. Hopefully. But who won it in 2014?
5: (laughs) 2014 was World Cup, was it Germany?
1: It was Germany, won £500. Well done to you, Lee. And now we move on to Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. Morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for asking. A charm having you on the show. Uh, Your selected category is music. Are you ready for your question? Go for it. For £500, and I don't want to... This could be the easiest money you will ever earn in your life, Jamie. Okay, All right. What's the name of the legendary frontman of the band Queen?
2: Freddie Mercury.
1: Have the £500, you! Yeah! And and get out of here! You make me feel sick! It's too easy! Disgusting! Um, Okay, and finally, we meet Russ. Good morning, Russ. Hello. Um, Russ, would you like to earn £500? Very much so. Yes, please. In that case, sir, for the full house for the first time this week, tell me which actor played both Indiana Jones and Han Solo? Harrison Ford. Yay! Well done. Well done. I've just been <laughs> handing my question sheet here and uh, the wonderful producer Claire has put Hans a solo, giving him a Germanic oh, twist oh, yeah, that we didn't right. see coming. Guten <laughs> Tag, not be Hans solo. <laughs> <laughs> you must be Chewbacca. Um, gentlemen, congratulations. Uh, you have won all the money. You're coming to the gig. We can't wait to meet you, uh, wait to get to meet you at the BT Tower on July the 13th. The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast absolute
1: radio you know what i miss matt what world cup football oh uh, yeah how dare it get up all in our in our grills yeah. and then go away for two yeah, days yeah,
3: these down days are hard to cope with but on the way of course france versus uruguay and brazil
1: versus belgium oh, what a friday football feast right <laughs> um if you download the absolute radio app i have put a special world cup playlist together for you to enjoy uh it's in it's an hour of i suppose it's insane optimism Blind belief, (laughs) nervous shaking at the realisation that it is actually coming home. Pretty much like every show this week then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Download, consume and enjoy. Ooh, um, yeah. And of course, as I said about ten minutes ago, um, there are a whole raft of people, it's not their fault, who are getting married on Saturday. Yeah. Of course, it's a summer wedding, it's a Saturday, it's in July, it makes perfect sense. How were they to know that England would finally win on penalties after 22 years and yeah. face Sweden in the quarter final at 3pm, which we've been debating here in the studio and I think is possibly if you want to have a World Cup-free wedding, the worst time it could have, it could yeah, be at. Yeah,
3: I know. Well, the tabloids uh, this morning are saying that weddings are in chaos. As ge- <laughs> of course they are. As <laughs> guests <laughs> quit. So a lot of people are actually going, well, I mean, this is a pretty big game for England. I'm not going to go to my mate's wedding, which seems wow. a bit harsh. But I think people maybe have to adapt their wedding plans to incorporate uh, the football somehow, some kind of screening. At three or a maybe just genre. call the whole thing off if you can just maybe have yeah. an yeah. argument yeah. with your future yeah. spouse. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's my mum's Birthday on Saturday—that's a bit tricky, oh, is it, sort of, it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah oh, so no. at the same time, she's got to get a lot of the attention. But we sort of go right. Can we just designate a couple of hours to, yes. to England narrowly being beaten by so, Sweden? Please. A nice, lu- <laughs> a nice lunch <laughs> for Mrs. Moore, and then just straight into the football. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've
4: got to go to a hen do in Amsterdam, so I'm <sighs> fuming. Oh, I'm they're miss not miss even it. in the World
2: Cup. You won't no. even, they won't even be showing it. <laughs> they won't. You'll find a bar, though, won't you?
4: <laughs> I'm sure I will.
1: You've got to. I mean, uh, Emma, you got married recently. I got married this year. Uh, you know, a lot of planning goes. In, well, ours didn't really. To be honest, we just had a bit of a lunch and some drinks. But a lot of planning goes it went into,
4: into, into a lot. into yeah. A lot of planning went into mine.
2: Into your, your wedding? Are you I sure it was it. a wedding, Dave?
4: Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe <laughs> I just went out. I, I just that. went out for a boozy
2: lunch <laughs> <laughs> with a girl. Um,
1: um, but. How can people start to rearrange things on the big day? Is my, is my point. You you know, just you've don't got want, to have yeah. a set playlist. You don't
4: want to clash. Like, I was at a wedding during the Euros as well when Wales beat Belgium, and just everyone just disappeared for like two hours. It's just awful. Yeah. It's not good to be thing. fair,
2: for Bit Between, so you you have the service, yeah. and then you have a couple of light like, glasses of champagne straight afterwards, mm-hmm. and then you have three hours of small talk with the groom's uncle, yeah. and then you actually have the yeah. good reception bit in the evening with all the speeches and then everyone getting everyone yeah. having a good party. So so the, it, England's match is five uh, is uh, three o'clock. So that slap bang in the middle of the it worst bit of the out wedding. Well. Like, yeah, I they, think it will work out fine.
3: They can do the pictures, can't they? Take Go to your the photos. Do the photos during the game, and then we'll all watch the football. It could work out very well. So substitute
1: the World Cup for the awkward uncle chat.
3: Yeah That's a very good idea Wedding mm. planner in the making Glen. there I like
1: that <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio Please welcome to the show Jules Good morning Jules Good morning, Mr. Berry. How lovely having you on board. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, I, I just Thank wanna, you for uh, letting me. Well, it's great. So, um, your childhood sweetheart is a, a guy called Chris. Is that, is that correct? He is. Absolutely, um, yeah. And you have been waiting for Chris to propose since 1985. <laughs> is that I'm also not, correct?
4: directly true. So yes. Yes. No, yeah. We were childhood sweethearts in school, 1985, boyfriend, girlfriend. A we'll loser's girl, boy, and girl, go off and get married separately, then he goes, it goes wrong, and then we get back together and we realise we should have stayed all together all that time, really.
1: It's oh, a tale wow. as old as time, isn't it, Jules? It's beautiful. Jules and Chris, it is so beautiful. You are going to be getting married, and as you say, you've been in love with each other since 1985. Would you kindly yeah. tell everybody when your wedding day is?
4: This Saturday. <laughs> Five o'clock in the Ooh, afternoon.
1: Saturday five. at five. What are you thinking, oh, Jules? <laughs> Didn't even
3: think that one, far ahead. It? Yeah, if it goes <laughs> to extra time and penalties, that's... Uh, We're
4: going to be skipped, basically. No
1: one's going to turn up. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. So, Jules, I mean, this is so unfortunate. I mean, who knew that England would win on penalties? I mean, no one can predict <laughs> no, that coming. No. You know, you're not at fault here. You know, we've <laughs> got to blame Jordan Pickford for this. He's ruining <laughs> people's lives.
4: Yeah, but... <laughs> Wrong, but a little bit of me was watching it, going, "Come on!" And they going, <laughs> "Don't come on!" Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: no, oh, Columbia, Columbia, you were torn, equalizer. yeah, oh, yeah I was torn into. So, <laughs> Jules, what, what, what have you put in place? What's the plan for Saturday? Have, have you had to kind of factor it in now? Have you and Chris come up with an idea, or are you just going to kind of plough on through and hope for the best?
4: Well, you know what, the guests are going to do what they're going to do. Chris is going to sit and watch it in in sort of the bar for the first half, and then he said, "You know what." I'm you. It's a bigger thing. Oh. So you go off to the room and get ready and watch the second half. I'll be um, getting ready with the TV in front of me and maybe a gin and tonic as well, you know, so... Oh, and then if chills. it all goes... And everyone doesn't turn up, then at least I'll
1: be all right. You'll be fine. That's so lovely. I love you, Jules. This is much more important than the World Cup, so I'm just going to watch the second half.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He's a sweetheart, isn't
1: he? He really is, Jules. So are you. Listen, a big congratulations to you and Chris for Saturday. A round of applause for the happy couple, everybody. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. We just got this text message. Hi, it's Jules from the Wirral again. I forgot to mention. Let's have a guess what Jules forgot to mention when <laughs> yeah. we spoke to you on the phone. I forgot to mention that my mum and dad were married in 1966 when England won the World Cup. Oh. Do you think this is a good omen? Yes, yes we do, oh, Jules. Wow. It's amazing, isn't it?
0: Good
4: luck. Absolute Radio.
1: So, as part of 10 weeks of tickets right now on the show, I want to send you to a very exclusive and intimate gig at the O2 Ritz Manchester. It is Absolute Presents... Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. It's happening on Wednesday the 18th of July. He is responsible for one of the most unique and admired back catalogues in the world of music and he's taking time out from playing huge arenas and festivals to perform at this extremely intimate and exclusive homecoming gig. Now I've dropped some high flying bird song over parts of a Noel interview. Fill in the gaps and you are coming to Manchester. An online one, we have Becky. Good morning to you, Becky. Hi, morning. How are you doing? I'm good, yeah. This is exciting. You're in Leeds, I believe. I
4: am, yeah.
1: Wonderful. What a a pleasure. Oh, so this is incredible, isn't it? You're from Manchester. You're going back home to see Noel Gallagher. Of course, his home as as well. Um, Now, this is what we've got for you, Becky. Andy Bush asked Noel Gallagher what he would do if one of his kids wanted to get into the music industry. What song did he say he would play him? Have a listen to this clip.
5: I'd say, right,
2: pass me that guitar and I'll show you the benchmark here, son. (laughs) And I played... And then I'd put the guitar down to almost certainly a deathly silence and I'd say, yeah, <laughs> f***ing dream on. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to his own song. <laughs> <laughs> so, Becky, to come to the gig, did he say he'd play Champagne Supernova, or did he say he'd play Don't Look Back in Anger? Um, Don't Look
4: Back in Anger.
2: Let's see. If you're right. I'd say, right, pass me that guitar and I'll show you the benchmark here, son. <laughs> and I'd play Don't Look Back in Anger and then I'd put the guitar down to almost certainly a deathly silence and i say, yeah, <laughs> f***ing dream on. Okay, <laughs> now, go and put the kettle on.
1: Yeah, Becky, congratulations, yeah. you've done it. You're coming to join us for Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds at the O2 Ritz in Manchester. How you feeling? Brilliant, thank you
0: so much. I look forward to meeting you there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute
1: Radio. Dave, not only are my friends getting married on Saturday, but they are making everyone drive to Cornwall. (laughs) I am going to Clark Kent it and wear my England shirt under my suit, shirt and tie and slip off like a wet dog and then I'm going to lie low until the time comes from Luke and Bo. Now, (laughs) Luke, there's lots of stuff to love about your text, and thank you so much for sending it, but what's best is when I first read this out in the studio here during that last song, uh, Matt thought there was a new saying he'd never heard of, which was like a wet dog on a lilo. (laughs) That's
3: (laughs) as it came in. I'm going to slip off like a wet dog on a lilo. (laughs) Which everyone should start using now. (laughs) God, I tell you, he was like a wet dog on a lilo. (laughs) He just
1: couldn't sit still. Um, and has tweeted us he has a speed awareness course at 2 pm. What? He didn't think we'd make the quarters. Well,
3: yes, fair enough, really. You know, w- so he can't even, when it's finished, he can't even bomb down the motorway to try and get there for the rest <laughs> of the game. He's gonna have to stick to 70 all the way. Which we would encourage on the breakfast. Which of roadmap. course you should all do. Thank We're you. all aware of the speed limits. Um Rob on Twitter
1: says, not a wedding, but our Battle Reenactment Society are hosting an English Civil War battle <laughs> in Bolton. <laughs> oh, yes. Usual <laughs> battle times are 3pm. This weekend we've had to bring the start time forward to 1pm yes. or else nobody would turn up. Yeah. It's coming home, <laughs> says Rob. <laughs> oh,
3: even the battle reenactment world is being affected. <laughs> <laughs> world Cup fever is sweeping the nation.
1: I've said it once, I'll said it. i say it again. I blame Jordan Pickford. I really yeah. do. This is all Pickford's folks Weddings, <laughs> speed awareness courses, battle reenactments. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot,
0: Jordan. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio.
1: Trev, the World Cup result. Um, Tortoise is returning to the show tomorrow oh great he picks the results out for us Um, he was given two flags each one had a strawberry on top of it one was the St George's flag the other one was Columbia's Um, Trev made his way over um, after a little bit of trepidation to the England flag and of course we won on penalties and tomorrow we'll be doing exactly the same thing but with the Swedish flag Trev the Tortoise will tell you who is going to win that game it'll be live here on the breakfast show Um, thank you to all on Trev's behalf um, he says thank you to everyone who viewed the video on my Instagram, and uh, thank you very much indeed for all your lovely comments, like uh, Claire Lou 79 go Trev, or Spencer13, go on Trev. Uh, Trev will be returning to the <laughs> show on, tomorrow. Trev. But from Trev the tortoise to a wet dog on a lilo, mm. um, confusion reigns here yeah, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. So Luke from Bow uh, texts us saying about, about having to go to a wedding on the day of the quarterfinal, that he would slip off like a wet dog mm. and lie... Low. Yeah. And so we thought, oh, it's quite funny because we misread that as like a wet dog on a lilo, which we put in the same wheelhouse as Bambi on Ice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Luke's now got back in touch,
3: man. What's he saying? He says, Dave, it's Luke again. It is a wet dog <laughs> slipping off a lilo. Unfortunately, he spelt lilo as in like you're lying low, not as in a li- inflatable beach uh, toy, the lilo. <laughs> L-I-L-O. L-I-L-O, yeah. So he's put lying low. But I don't even think this is like a I don't know
1: if it is. Uh, Like both around where I, but i've i never heard anyone say like a wet dog
3: on a lilo but they would be quite slippy i mean that's the thing that's the great the thing about the phrase it does uh, work yeah mm-hmm.
1: it, does. Uh, it works brilliantly but no one's we've made it up we've yeah. created it i mean luke and Bo can obviously take credit for this yeah. but we we've stumbled across it
4: i like that he had the double meaning as well because wet dog on a lilo is what he meant but then the lying low bit also makes sense yeah,
1: like yeah. A wet yeah. Dog but they're, they're two separate do. things aren't they you would slip off like a wet dog yeah which, again, I don't use often, but I get that, and then you would lie low, one yeah, yeah. one lie yeah, low. Yeah. But
4: also imagine how slippery a wet dog on a lilo is. Exactly.
1: Well, uh, precisely, that's why we really like it as a saying. But, <laughs> Luke, I don't think it is a saying until now. Glennie, have you ever heard it before?
2: No, it'd be weird if I did. Yeah, yeah I think so ever, too. I think Geoffrey
3: Chaucer once said that. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't like pith again. This
2: isn't yeah, like the white yeah. stuff around an <laughs> orange.
1: Yeah, this yeah. is a wet dog
3: this on is... a lilo. I'm certainly going to drop it into conversation this weekend. I'm oh, certainly try.
1: everybody, as soon as you use <laughs> wet dog on a lilo, let us know at eight twelve fifteen. The text lines are open 24-7. We will harvest all of your texts and tweets about this. Yeah.
3: It's sort of something that if you can't sort of stay still or stay on something, that's when to drop it in.
1: Or what about if, like, well, needless to say, it was his round and he was like a wet dog on a lilo he slips out the back door
0: yeah it sort of works on that doesn't it the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio
1: good morning it's your Thursday it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio and the time has come once again to welcome Alex Zane from Sky Cinema good morning Alex good morning Dave so last week we talked to the Pixar collection and this week well you guys at Sky Cinema have kind of upped it a little bit because you've given Tom
5: Cruise his own channel I mean who else are you going to give a whole channel to at Sky Cinema yes with Mission impossible fallout hitting cinemas i thought we'd uh, we'd celebrate tom cruise on sky cinema i i wanted to take us back to sort of the very first movies because mission impossible the first one 1996 is where it all began and i really think one of the stunts in that where he's being lowered on the wires to steal the knock disc oh. from langley <laughs> I mean, obviously, we love him abseiling down the Burj Khalifa. We love him being on the outside of a play. But to me, that that really holds up as a fantastic stunt. Well, because something's like there's a bead of sweat that could
1: trigger the alarms and stuff. So yeah. you're
5: really in it with him. It's so it's so tense. Um, I will say this because, you know, my new passion is to go on the IMDb parental guide site. This is what they said <laughs> of, of that scene. Someone wrote The famous scene where Ethan is trying to get the knock list in a very controlled room is intense and suspicious and might scare young viewers or confuse them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think says more about the person writing it, like, my kids were reminded of the time I put them on wires. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's your job to educate your children. Explain to them what's going on there if they're not getting it themselves. Um, here's, you know, you're friends with Tom Cruise, Well, I'm friends with gray Scott, who's oh. the villain in the, in the second one. I was going to talk about this, yeah, go on. Well, no, I'm just saying he like, <laughs> followed me on
5: Instagram, and I say friends... He follows me on Instagram. I've never actually met him. Well, he is the villain in the second, and the sort of the tragedy of the second film in terms of De Grey Scott is De Grey Scott was set to be Wolverine. Wolverine was his. He was cast as Wolverine in the oh. X Men, and then the schedule changed and overran on Mission Impossible Two, and they had to find someone else, and they found Hugh Jackman, and it turned Hugh Jackman from a uh, stage actor into the global star that is Hugh Jackman today. I knew that. So that's why Gray Scott wasn't uh, Wolverine, and why he's not. Not as big as Hugh Jackman now. Which is also why maybe, he probably follows me on Instagram. <laughs> maybe <laughs> drop him a direct message. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hear the news from 2000. <laughs> so we've got the Tom Cruise channel, yeah.
1: including um, the earlier Mission Impossible movies.
5: Yeah, so I will say this Mission Impossible 2, I understand why it's everyone's worst Mission Impossible movie. Well, uh, not with Deograin. it's really good. It's, it's kind of regarded as the worst of, not... of the series. However. How <laughs> <laughs> Nasty man. <laughs> Smiley face, heart. <laughs> um, I, uh, I just think if you watch it now, it's a kind of post-pub movie to remember the way they made action movies in like 2000. It's got free climbing. It's directed by John Woo. It's got so much slow-mo in it. Limp Bizkit do the soundtrack. So mm. at that point you go, this is so 2000. It's hard to hate him. So the Tom Cruise channel
1: is up and running. We know that the Mission Impossibles are available and up next we're going to be talking about an all-time classic.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
1: Good morning. It's your Thursday. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio where we are currently talking to Alex Zane from Sky Cinema about the Tom Cruise channel and now, as I say,
5: we turn our attentions to a bona fide classic. I picked this movie um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, The first reason is I mean, it's 1986, it's the movie that turned Tom Cruise into a megastar, and it is Top Gun. It's just fantastic, and the reasons I picked it are because next year we get Top Gun 2. Top Gun Maverick, as it's called. Is he in it? Is he... Yeah. Is he still a pilot? I think uh, there's so little we know about the plot, but I think the rumours are that he's trading a new batch of pilots, but he is still flying himself. This is really all we know. It's his third ever sequel after Mission Impossible and Jack Reacher. Uh, We don't know anything about the plot. We found out a couple of weeks ago Val Kilmer is back in it. Oh, Val! As the Iceman. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who directed Tom Cruise in Oblivion, is directing. And uh, the best news. Yeah. Kenny Loggins has expressed an interest... In re-recording, yes, Highway <laughs> to the uh, Danger Zone. Has he
1: really? Yeah, he has. It's all coming together. And also, as well, I know the other reason you really like it is the homoerotic um, volleyball game <laughs> that takes place on the beach.
5: That's the only scene I watch. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: are planes to... <laughs> in this. <laughs> Tom Cruise is going to look exactly the same in the sequel as he did in the original. You know him. What is his secret? What is he doing?
5: He hasn't changed, has he? I honestly think it's because he's so driven. He is one of the world's best stuntmen. Stuntmen will tell you he's so good. And to be the best stuntman in the world and do those things that he does, you just have to stay physically fit and, you know, not meet up for a glass of wine at lunchtime. Like, we're doing... (laughs) (laughs) Straight after the show today. (laughs) Um, Right, so here
1: we go. It is time for your on-the-spot quiz. Quiz mm. and this week we have a cruise or lose basically it's facts about tom cruise can you answer these questions oh god what if he's listening what <laughs> <laughs> what he's not do greatest <laughs> though don't forget it big fan what type of motorbike did tom cruise ride in top gun
5: oh god well i mean i'm gonna say a harley davidson It was a Kawasaki Ninja 900. Excellent. Well, I mean, you know, I know movies, Dave. I don't know that much. How specific are these questions? Okay, what year was Tom... What kind of shoes was he wearing (laughs) in in risky business? He wasn't. It was just socks. What year was Tom Cruise born? Uh, Well, this is a maths question now. We've gone from motorcycles to maths. Uh, I'm going to say 1967.
1: 1962. But if Tom is listening, he'll like that. That's how good he is. Five years younger. (laughs) What 1997 movie did Tom Cruise win an MTV Movie Award
5: for? 1997. Uh, Mission Impossible? Show me the correct answer, Alex. (laughs) Oh,
1: Jerry Jerry Maguire. Maguire. And finally, you've done so badly at this. <laughs> and this is just absolute gold. And I have to thank producer Claire for this, because this had passed me by. Go on. Tom Cruise joined Instagram this year. Can you tell me
5: what date? Uh, so he joined this year. I, cause I went. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> go on, tell everyone what you did.
1: <laughs> oh, Tom, you on Instagram? On Instagram.
5: <laughs> I heard he joined Instagram. Look at
1: that picture I of know. you two pointing at one another. What what date did you do that? What date did you sell yourself to the <laughs> devil?
5: I, I, i clearly blanked that memory from my mind. July the fourth. Twenty fifth of January. Right there, you go. Okay. July the fourth was yesterday, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did I do it yesterday, Dave? <laughs> uh, Alex is always such a joy seeing you. Uh, the Tom Cruise channel, of course, for all of his fans, and there are many of us out there, is well worth a watch. Namely, for Mission Impossible Two with the great do Grace Scott.
5: Um, lovely to see you, Alex. Thanks for having me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so flustered now. Thanks for having me, Dave. <laughs> That's better.
1: The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. We
1: have a wet dog
3: on a lilo update (laughs) unexpected Mm. someone's used it Matt someone has already used it breaking news it's happened this morning Tom from Tamworth has just said to his boss he will be slipping off work on Saturday like a wet dog on a lilo
1: amazing Tom in Tamworth. That's incredible. James has got in touch saying, I've heard the saying, like a dog on lino, which in brackets he adds the extra slippy kitchen flooring.
3: Of course, yeah. I hadn't heard of that Mm. one either, to be honest, but uh, yeah, that works, doesn't it?
1: We are encouraging you to use the saying, like a wet dog on a lilo, as much as you can today. As soon as you do, like Tom in Tamworth, get in touch.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
1: Time to thank you very much indeed for tuning in, particularly those of you who took the time to get in touch. Uh, Normally in this little section we do a things we've learnt but I think it's important just to say a massive happy birthday uh, to the NHS 70 years today uh, and I have the original mission statement here uh, that was published, it says the new National Health Service your new National Health Service begins on the 5th of July, what is it how do you get it It will provide you with all medical, dental and nursing care. Everyone, rich or poor, man, woman or child. You can use any part of it. There are no charges, except for a few special items. There are no insurance qualifications, but it is not a charity. You are all paying for it, mainly as taxpayers, and it will relieve your money worries in time of illness. What an incredible service we have.